Hello, everyone, and welcome back into another edition of the Capital News Show here on the Capital News Radio Program on Anchor Radio. Find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. Also, go follow us on Twitter at Calvin Levis, and also go follow us on Facebook at Calvin Levis. Um, a lot of things going on in today's world. A lot of positive, a lot of negative, as it always is the case here on the Calvin Levis Show, and uh, elsewhere, obviously, in the world abroad. A lot of football being played on a Sunday afternoon here in America. But also a lot of tragedy happening last night in America, what we saw in Washington, D.C., these thugs, these vandals, these miscreants that are part of Antifa, that are part of the Black Lives Matter movement, obviously. They went in there and they completely wrecked the place after what was a seemingly peaceful protest, uh, not even a protest, a rally of sorts, a rally, literally, in in the greatest sense, a rally for our president, our beloved President Donald Trump. He had a million people show up in D.C., and they were all cheering him. They were giving speeches in D.C., and they were they were just really proud of their country, really a part of the whole Trump movement and really the, the patriotic movement in and of itself and what it's being labeled, uh, if not in the media, certainly among the people. There is a sense that these people just really love their country, really want things to get better, know that they can always improve, but know that it also has a very proud history and a good history of being a firm country in the world, a good in good standing across the board, uh, especially when it's been in charge of its own initiative, of its own operations. Um, like I said, yes, we do have faults. We do have shortcomings in this country. Uh, what country doesn't? But we always look to improve upon our conditions, always look to uh, make certain that Certain uh, or various uh, initiatives that were once a part of our culture are no longer a part of our culture. And what we need to do is uh, implement better uh, circumstances and policies. And we've done that over time. And we've really done a great job of that in this country. Not the best, certainly, but what kind of standard are we really going by? You know, people always say it's not the best. It's not perfect. Well, what exactly are the standards in which we are being, um, you know, kind of, judged by <laughs> i always say like well then what what are you comparing it to the uk uh it's great history on race and colonization or europe or germany like who are we comparing ourselves or russia or china who is comparing us to anybody else we are the greatest country in the world by far and there is no doubt in my mind or anybody else's mind who really thinks about the positive this country brings the benefits this country brings there is no doubt in my mind or anybody else's mind and that this is the greatest country in the world regardless and hands down on anything you know this is just how, what it is and how it is and people who say that it isn't they just haven't experienced life at all they haven't gone outside the u.s and seen what a disaster what travesty the rest of the world wreaks upon the people and the populations of the world we have been blessed in this country to live out our freedoms live out our liberties live out our our individual experiences and to be able to come together as one under one banner and say we may not agree with each other but we can certainly look to improve our health conditions our living conditions our working conditions and we can look to get better every single day if not every single year uh every single decade and so on and so forth now what we have is these people antifa and black lives matter people who believe that we have not improved as a country who believe that we have not gone forward we have actually digressed we have we have degressed we have gone backwards in society and they are now saying that we are not a people of progress like we always have been we are a people of oppression 
right? Especially white people. They say white people are the worst of the worst. They always go after them in every single speech and every single rally that they throw for themselves and every single protest they ever throw. They always go after the white person. And it's so obvious their hate for them, their natural virulent hate. And this is acceptable to them because they say that white people were the original oppressors, and now you are being oppressed. And how does it feel, pretty much? It's kind of like a, ha-ha, now the foot, the shoe is on the other foot type of thing. And uh, it's sad to see. It's sad to see these people who want equality, who want quote-unquote equality, who want quote-unquote freedom and justice and liberty, to now be going out there and shunning those liberties and those rights and that equality uh, towards the white population of our country. And not just white. Anybody who agrees with Donald Trump is a racist at this point. Although Donald Trump is not a racist, he is being told and his supporters are being told that they are racist for agreeing with him. So this has been a pandering point that has been propagated by the fake news media, by CNN, by Fox News, by MSNBC, by NBC, by ABC News, by CBS News. These people who don't care for the truth, they only care for their political agendas. They only care for their political narratives and what they get paid for to propagate upon the whole of the populace here in the U.S. They only get what they want to get out of this president, which is all the negative. They never want to cover the positive. They never want to say how good of a job he's doing, how good of a job he's done, and how he has a lot more to get done in the next four years when he gets reelected. They never want to admit that. They never want to go after that. They always want to go after the bad things, the quote-unquote bad things that are not even there. I mean, the Stormy Daniels thing I said last podcast, that wasn't even a bad thing. It happened in 0405. And if his wife didn't have a problem with it, if he was married at that point, then who else would? We pretend that Bill Clinton did not have an affair with Monica Lewinsky in the frickin' Oval Office with uh, jizz all over her, her dress. I mean, come on now, people. Let's, let's not pretend like this is the first man who's ever committed an atrocity against his marriage who's ever been put in the Oval Office. Like, let's just stop the BS. Stop it. We know what has happened in this country, history-wise, with the people we put in place. They're not all saints. That is what happens. Deal with it. Get on with it. Grow up. You know. And if it's not the Stormy Daniels thing, it's the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax that has been, again, propagated in the news cycle to a sickening extent, to the point where it makes no sense, even to the people reporting it, why they're still reporting it. But they're reporting it because they just know that they hate Trump, and if they find anything on him, even if it doesn't make sense, just throw it on there, see if it sticks to the wall, and we'll see what comes out of it, you know? And these people who watch the news, I've noticed, grow equally, if not more hateful than the people reporting the news about the president. I have this example even within my own extended family, where I have these people who are just so hateful towards the president in a way that I've never seen hate given to someone before. It's like they're crucifying Jesus again. I'm not saying that Donald Trump is Jesus. I'm not, he's far from that. But I'm saying that it's equivalent to this hate that the Romans, oh, I'm sorry, the Jews really had towards Jesus where it's like, you know, he's breaking our norms. He's breaking our codes. What's going on here? We've, we've had a thing set and now this guy's coming in here. He thinks he's, you know, above the law. And he's just ripping things up, and it's not healthy. It's not good for our for our society. We gotta rip him the shirts. We gotta kill him. We gotta burn him at the stake. We gotta crucify him. You know, same kind of thing happening with Donald Trump. Same exact narrative. Same exact kind of uh, persecution towards him and his supporters. You know, it's it's very interesting. And then on top of that, you talk about fake news. The fake news media has not reported a single bit of information on what happened in D.C. last night. 
Not a single bit of it was reported. Not one drop. I looked on CNN, on their uh, feed, on Twitter, nothing. ABC, nothing. CBS, nothing. NBC, nothing. Fox News, eh, a little bit, because they're still, quote-unquote, conservative media, (laughs) even though they totally turned their backs on the president and his team. They're fake conservatives. Fake news for conservatives. And I think that people are, they're fed up. Trump supporters are fed up because all they did yesterday was go out there and show their support for the president they voted for and whom they elected or re-elected again. And what do they do? They get slapped in the face. They get killed, almost practically. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. Look at the videos on Twitter, on social media, if they haven't suppressed them yet. Check out what's, what's really been happening. Old elder man, elderly man gets sucker punched in the face from behind by some black dude who's walking around with a sign that says, Trump and Pence out now. And the man gets clocked, falls to the ground, and while he's on the ground, he's bleeding. He's like partially knocked out. So he's moving, but he's just he's just laying there like he just got like hammered because he did. And some black chick comes up to him, takes his phone from his pocket and runs away with it. And he gets up eventually. He's not dead, thank God. But now he's been jacked and he's been assaulted by some people who just didn't agree with his political views after he was having a great time at the rally. Now, what kind of thuggery is allowed by this Democratic Party. Apparently, all kinds of it, all of it, is okay. In the name of justice, in the name of unity. Remember when Joe Biden said, oh, let's unite the country. It's a time to heal for our country, that old dotard who is now pretending to be president-elect of this country went out there and said, it's a time for healing and unity for our country. Well, Joe, your first act to heal can be against your own people, can be against the people that you wanted their vote from. It can be against BLM and Tifa for going out there and assaulting, nearly murdering thousands of Trump supporters who went out there peacefully to support their president. They can start with that. Start healing the country like that. Don't start with this whole BS about healing the country and then totally being quiet, totally being silent, totally not condemning the actions of your own people in the face of assault, in the face of tyranny. This is tyrannical. This is what tyrannical regimes look like. People come out there and they say, you don't agree with me? All right, cool. Let me assault you because you're a terrible person. You're a Nazi. You're a neo-Nazi. You're a Confederate soldier of the past, now reincarnated. Let me go and kill you. These people are crazy. Antifa is crazy. They're worse than the KKK. BLM is worse than the KKK. They're sick people who need mental help. But first, what we need from our leaders, our Democrat leaders who are very silent on the matter, actually, this whole day, not a single person, just like the fake news, they didn't report a single damn piece on this whole incident in Washington, D.C. Not a single piece. Why? Because it doesn't benefit their narrative. It doesn't benefit their politics. Meanwhile, Republicans are obviously out there lambasting the press, lambasting their Democratic colleagues and saying to them, why don't you condemn the violence like you condemned the violence in Charlottesville? Why? Because it wasn't neo-Nazis, right? It wasn't a bunch of white dudes who just have these outdated ideas about race coming out there and saying, "Um, 
you know, all these very basic things about we want the Confederacy back, we want our, our white ultra-nationalist state, you know, type of thing. It was a bunch of their supporters. And they can't turn on their supporters because they know that that would be the end of their political career. The far left has now dominated and now become the left. These people are not just a segment of the population on the left. They are the left. The far left is the left. They are Portland. They are Chaz. They are Chop. These people have come to conquer. They're like, they're, they're cannibals eating their own party for the sake of survival of their own cause. They're sick. They're twisted. They're demented. And these people were out and about last night in D.C. completely wrecking havoc. Completely wrecking the idea of a free democracy where you're allowed to, well, dissent, really, dissent, have your own opinion, have your own voice, believe what you want to believe, say what you want to say. And for really Trump supporters doing that, they were beaten, they were bruised, they were battered, they were assaulted, they were run out of town. I don't know what common, decent person would be for those disgusting movements of Antifa, which is a terrorist organization. It is a domestic terrorist organization at this point, along with Black Lives Matter. As for my opinion, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization on the domestic front, and it must be dealt with seriously by the Trump administration when they win re-election again. In fact, right now, as of a matter of fact, you still have power. Go and deal with it. Go and deal with it, because these people are sick. They're stupid. They believe in ideas that are incoherent with reality. They don't understand for the life of them what is wrong with them, but we all know something is wrong with them. They have to be dealt with and dealt with accordingly. Or else, what we're doing is opening the door for civil war in this country. We're going to see more and more of this as the days go on, especially after they announce that Trump is reelected. We're going to see more and more people come out there and justify their violence, justify their anger, justify their rage against the president, against his supporters, because they don't like him. Because the orange man is bad. He's a Nazi. Oh, he's a, he's a, he's a tyrant, right? He's a dictator. He's somebody we don't like. And because we don't like him like kids, we're going to throw a fit. And we're going to throw a fit by throwing Molotov cocktails at you, at your businesses, at anybody who stands in our way. Because we're not happy. Because we didn't get the results we wanted. And this is with, look, this is with them thinking that Biden and Harris won. Imagine what would have happened on election night if they would have said Trump won and he won re-election. There would have been a madhouse in Beverly Hills, Hollywood, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Houston, Atlanta, Detroit. It would have been a madhouse, a bloodbath everywhere. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You would have seen this New York, obviously. It would have been a shit show. And that would have been a nice way to say it. There's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of anger in these people, a lot of resentment, a lot of Harvard resentment over the years because of what they perceive to be persecution against them. And they choose to enact these forms of persecution upon them, upon those who they believe persecuted them in the past or persecuted their ancestors, right? It's, all, it's always about what happened in the past. These people never want to move forward. They never want to think forward. They always want to go back to the past. And they're progressive, right? They're progressive. They always want to go forward. But they never want to go and think of the future. They want to go think of the past. All the wrongs that have ever been done by them. All these, all these people just pussyfooting their way through life. 
Oh, you know, I was I was uh, assaulted a while back, you know, or my dad never loved me or my mom never really told me she loved me either or my uncle abused me. All of those issues, you go deal with them in therapy if you want to. Don't go out and blame the whole world for your, all your troubles and all your miseries and all your sorrows. At some point, you have to take responsibility for your actions or your inactions or for the fact of, you know what, life does suck. Life is unfair. The world isn't fair. The world sucks. That's how it is for everybody, not just you. How narcissistic is it of you to believe that only you have these problems? And that's how these people are, like children again. They only think that they matter. So they think that the only things that matter in the universe and therefore anything outside of them does not exist. It's a classic case of a kid who doesn't know how to deal with the real world. Again, these people are sick. And we saw last night that that is indeed the truth. Now, anyone standing up for them still, anyone standing up for Black Lives Matter or Antifa, you are equally as sick. Because if you did not see the images last night in D.C., I encourage you to look out for them, see what's up, see what happened, come back with a conclusion. And hopefully your conclusion is that these thugs, these animals in the streets are not activists. They're not protesters. They're terrorists. They mean to do harm to anyone and everyone and anything and everything that they don't agree with, that they find to be offensive. And they must be dealt with properly. They must be dealt with accordingly by the president, by this administration. And they must be called out by both Democrats and Republicans. Now, we know Democrats are not going to call them out because, again, if they call them out, they lose their vote. And it's all about getting the vote. It's not about actual law and order, about seeing justice being done, about unity, about healing, all that bullshit they always talk about. It's not. The fact of the matter is that Democrats only look out for themselves. They only look out for the rich and the powerful. They only look out for the elite. They never go out there and tell you they're for that because they, don't, they won't get your vote. They won't get your vote. They always say, oh, yeah, we're for the we're for the black vote, right? So we got a black vice president, quote unquote, vice president, <laughs> Kamala Harris. That's what we got. Uh, Joe Biden saying that you ain't black if you don't vote for him. Remember, that the Democrats actually came out of the Confederacy. They were the original Confederate soldiers. Democrats were part the original founders of the KKK. No Democrat voted for the Voting Rights Act or the Civil Rights Act because they were for segregation in schools. George Wallace was a Democrat. He ran as an independent, but he was a Democrat. John F. K. John F. K. John F. Kennedy, sorry, a Democrat, was not for segregation. Would use Martin Luther King as a political ploy, as a political weapon but was never fully for equal rights, for blacks and whites. This is all a farce put up by the media over the years, by historians who just kind of brush it over. You know, they always talk about how Nixon and Watergate and everything, all the, all the voting scandal that happened there in 72, but they don't ever want to talk about the fact that he uh, was actually cheated out of the 1960 election by JFK and Sam Giancana and the Chicago mob and how they bought votes in Cook County in Illinois. They never want to talk about that stuff because it doesn't fit the narrative. It's not about news. It's about the narrative. 
And it goes back to this point where what is news? What is truth nowadays? Well, now we're facing a reality that we don't even know if it's reality. We don't even know what's going on. We don't even know how to deal with reality because we're like, well, what's real and what isn't? What is being reported in the news is not, is actually, it's not actually happening in real life. It's not actually going in real life. And then what is happening in real life isn't getting reported because it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the idea that white people are bad, right? It doesn't fit that left-wing ideology that all white people are oppressors and all blacks are victims. And they teach you that crap because they want to keep you in bubbles. They want to keep you in groups. They want to keep you segregated. Like a good Democrat, they want to segregate everybody. They want to let everybody choose a bubble and stick to that bubble. They don't want you to go out there and unite. They don't believe in unity. They believe in separation. They always have from their foundings and on. They divide and they conquer. And they've done it for a long time. And last night, again, another example. We saw the division being sown by Antifa and BLM. What happened? No condemnation whatsoever by those crooked, disgusting Democrat politicians who, again, care nothing for the common man, care nothing for the common worker, and only care to line their pockets further. They're greedy, they're manipulative, they're cunning, and again, they've done it for a long time. And they'll continue to do it as long as stupid people continue to go for them in every single election. Because you go and cast their ballot for them. And in that case, I mean, like I said, we really do have a problem here. Because if we can't just agree to disagree anymore without being threatened with violence, what kind of country are we living in? What kind of world are we living in? America, it's, I mean, it is synonymous with freedom. And now we're, we're afraid to be free. We're afraid to think freely. We're afraid to go against the tide. I was called recently, uh, somebody told me recently, that someone I know from back when, I thought it was a very fine person, was asking around if I was a racist. <laughs> and I don't know why the question, I, I'm sure I have a good idea why the question, the question was brought up. Uh, it's because I hold a lot of uh, more conservative-leaning views. But that doesn't automatically make me a, a racist by any stretch of the imagination. And it's a, this whole thing, this ideology, it makes people think that if you believe one thing, you believe the most extreme version of that belief, right? They make you think that, oh, because he's conservative, he's naturally going to be for these Alabama hillbillies who still think that racism should exist in our society. And it will exist in our society regardless. That's just the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter is racism will always be around. That's never going to change about humans because humans always put things in groups. They always look to divide. Democrats always exploit that about humans. We always look to divide, 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 you know, and that's always going to be there. Racism is always going to be a stain on humanity because human, humans sin. Humanity is full of sin and therefore everything about humans will be sinful because that's our natural nature. That's our natural default button. So there's no mystery there. My thing is that this person who I've known since high school and even before then was a sweet person, I thought, and I thought they thought of me as a sweet person too. And through their judgment of me on Twitter or Instagram or social, any kind of social media, wherever they saw my post, wherever they saw that I was more conservative, they immediately thought, okay, he's a Nazi. That's it. Calvin Olivas is a Nazi and he likes it. That was the idea, the impression that they got out of me promoting conservative views. Why? Because I don't agree with Ariana Grande. <laughs> I don't agree with Sam Smith. I don't agree with 
Demi Lovato. You know, that's that's my sin. That's my ultimate crime. I don't agree with people in pop culture who, again, are media elites, who are elites in general in their professions, actors, singers, who don't care for the common person, who play this image like they do. They came from you, but they are not like you. They don't even live the same life as you. And yet these idiots, these young teenagers, these young adolescents, look up to them as their saving grace, as their people. Oh, these are the, this is the real opinion I should have because Demi has it, because Miley has it, because Ariana Grande has it, because Nikki said it, right? Although I like Nikki. I love Nikki. Because Cardi said it. That's better. Then I should believe it. And they take their word as if they're God, you know? And I'm not like that. I've always been one to question. And I think people should question everything and anything they should and want to in life. Because without questioning, you don't get answers. Very basic, very basic thought process there. If you don't question, why should there be an answer? So you always should question. You should look for answers in areas where people are not. Because once you stop asking questions... That's a problem. That means that you've kind of solved out, solved everything in life. You know, no one really has. No one has solved through the idea, the reality of life. That's bogus. No one has. You go the rest of your life questioning, why is this happening? And it may have happened to you like 10 times, but you have to keep on asking, why did it happen? What's going on? You know, but if you don't ask those questions, they're going to be lost forever. And I think a lot of these people want to stay lost. They want to stay lost in their ignorance forever. They don't want to ask questions. You just you don't ask questions. Why would you? You know. Unfortunately for everybody else in my life, and maybe fortunately, I'm a very unique and very um, gifted individual in the, in the sense that I ask questions. I don't care what people think about me. I don't care what people are going to say about me, as long as I get the truth out. The truth sets everybody free, regardless of if they're wanting to stay enslaved in their ignorance. The truth is out there about what's happening today, what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen uh, in the future, what happened yesterday. The truth always sets everyone free. And these people, especially who support Democrats, especially those who support Antifa, who support BLM, they're not for the truth. These people don't care about the truth. Again, it's about fitting the narrative. It's about fitting into the ideology in which they have subscribed themselves to since the beginning of time, since the beginning of parties in America. They're about fitting the political agenda, establishing a, a, a political narrative, and running with it. And if you don't fit into that narrative as a good guy, quote-unquote, then you're obviously a bad guy, number one. Number two, you're going to be outcast. Number three, you're going to get assaulted. Number four, you're probably going to get arrested. Number five, they're probably going to kill you. That's how it happens in totalitarian regimes where we've seen that time and time again in Korea, in Vietnam, in China. If you don't get with the status quo, believe me, the status quo get getting on you. And it's a sad thing. It's terrible. It's inhumane. But that's what America is becoming under already with this impression that we have Joe Biden as president, which again, we don't because the media again is lying to you about that. They're lying to you about that openly. And kind of, I mean, I mean, they're just out there. They're just doing it arrogantly at this point. They're just lying to you and not even giving you the satisfaction of possibly them thinking that you have a brain for yourself, that you're not just openly questioning the election. Because again, I covered it last time. What we saw in the election was ludicrous, was insanity, was complete corruption at its highest levels. 
And it was, you know, it, it was sickening. And again, that's a whole, you know, legal process, litigation is put forth and everything, and it takes a long time to kind of settle out. But once it does, everything will be shown out in the public sphere, in the squares, on social media, and everyone will see what a fraud selection was. But these people, they rely on you to not even do your homework, not even do your research, not even do any kind of history on it. And if you do do history, you have to take their version of history, which is modified to a more quote-unquote accurate account of history, which is not accurate. It's just them putting in bullshit that never was in history to begin with. You know, just want to spice things up a bit because that goes back to the whole thing of who made history, a bunch of white people. Okay, well, we already know white people are the worst thing in the world. And that's why we have to change history now. We have to modify it to what it actually was, which is actually not what it was in the first place. It actually was, um, it's just a lie made up by those people who want to modify history. It's called the truth, to put in their agenda, to put in their narratives into history. And that's what it is. People already know that. We're not stupid. 73 million people in this country know that's what's happening. The majority of people in this country know it. That, that, that's what ha- that is what's happening. It's these Democrats and their voters who continue to enable liars, thieves of the truth, slanderers, and frauds to continue to act out against this country and supporters of an opposing political party and the supporters of an, of an opposing political, um, how would you say, character, a person. I've never seen that happen before in this country where you get assaulted for supporting the president in such a fashion as that, where you have hundreds, if not thousands, of BLMers and Antifa people out there destroying property, launching fireworks, hitting elderly people, elderly men and women, running off kids, scaring them, hitting their parents with sticks, well, D.C. police watches, sits back and watches, I think because they have no power. D.C. police have no power at this point because their mayor sucks ass. But uh, that goes back to the whole idea of you know BLM and why they kind of hate the police and everything. But that's a different topic for another time. The point is the police either had no authority to do anything, which makes them useless as police, or they were scared for their lives, which I think would be, I mean, a little more justifiable just because of what, what has been happening to police in this country over the past uh, couple of months. But it's it's disgusting behavior either way. It's not tolerable behavior in this country where you're allowed to f- speak freely, allowed to back anyone freely. It's not very these are very liberal values. Old school liberal values used to be about that freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of expression, the freedom to act as an individual in this country. That was liberal values. Those are old school liberal values, but now liberals have moved into this religious type of ideology that is leftism, that is wokeism, that is progressivism. And they think they're doing the the country a service by telling everybody, hey, do this or else. Because what we're doing is we're good. They're like Jesus freaks, these people. Remember Jesus freaks that go out there and they tell you, you better believe in the Bible or else you're going to hell. Jesus loves you, but you have to accept him first, you know. And they free people out in malls and they go out in the parking lots and they tell people, you know, get saved or you're going to hell. And it scares people. And you're like, what the, like, dude, chill, like, relax. If they want to go to church, they want to go to church. That's their religious experience. That's their spiritual experience. If they want to experience it, fine, go for it. But if they don't, then don't force it on them. These left woke people are deranged by their ideology. They're driven by their ideology like it's a religion and they're fanatical about it. I covered this last time as well. They're, they're just, they're crazy 
for leftism. And if you aren't crazy with them, then you are the problem. And they will expel you. And not only expel you, they will hurt you for not agreeing with them on everything. Because how could you not? How can you not see the light? How can you not be about this ideology, about this religion? Because you're a sinner. And sinners will be banished to hell in their version of hell, whatever that is. But they'll be banished to hell because you fail to agree with the truth, their truth. And it's sickening. And I was definitely, oh, I was so frustrated after a good night. I had a great night last night. But I saw that on Twitter after being off of it for eight hours. And I saw, my gosh, like, is this what the world is coming to? Is this what America is coming to? Is this what we're agreeing with? Is this what we're going with? These people that are supposedly fighting for justice for Breonna Taylor, give me a freaking break. Are you kidding me? They're going to fight for justice for a dead girl that died four years ago. But in order to honor her memory, you're going to go out there and hurt a bunch of people that are just supporting the president? What does that have anything to do with what happened to Breonna Taylor? Whatever happened to George Floyd, who again is a drug addict. He was a drug addict, had caught with fentanyl. He overdosed on fentanyl. That's what happened to George Floyd. He didn't die because some dude was sitting on his neck. They didn't help. And the officer was stupid for it. But the fact of the matter is, he died because he overdosed off fentanyl. That's a separate point for another, another time. The point is that this supposedly peaceful group that protests death in America is causing destruction in America. And for that, these are domestic terrorist organizations. Antifa, BLM. They should not be tolerated in any form in our society. We should banish these people away because they're doing our great democracy of freedom and liberty. They're doing it a disservice. It is sickening to watch. So go follow us on Twitter. Go follow us on Facebook at Calvin Levis. And uh, we'll be hitting you guys up tomorrow. Hopefully get you guys a new show talking more about what's going on on the litigation side of things with Donald Trump. His re-election campaign still going very strong and still going to be, I believe, a very exceptional one when, it, when it's all said and done. But go on Twitter, go on Facebook, at Calvin Levis, and um, have at it. Have a great rest of your night, guys, or a great rest of your day whenever you guys listen to this. And we'll, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you very much.